reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Coming to you live from Oyibi here in Accra, Ghana. And Bible says that thy testimonies are my delight. And this morning we have a testimony in the house. Yeah. And this testimony is a delightful one. I'm sure the angels will be clapping and jumping in heaven. He says, my name is Eric. I have always been in church as a Christian. But I was not a born again Christian. I am always in church as a dancing star, but I don't follow what the Bible says, even though I believe it. I remember Bishop said that we'll become doers of the word. Just give your neighbor an elbow and tell the person, be a doer. Be a doer. Yeah. For the past three weeks, I haven't been myself and I have been unhappy. And my soul keeps weeping inside me. And something keeps on telling me to give my life to Christ. But I don't mind. Just last week, Sunday, immediately Bishop started preaching. I told myself, from today, I am going to give my life to Christ. As soon as I told myself that, I felt a lightness in my spirit. And I felt some joy in me. Oh, if you are clapping, then you can do it better. If you are clapping, your hand clap can be better. Bible says, when you lose one sheep, you leave the 99, go and look for the one. And this is one. He said, ever since I gave my life to Christ, things have become smooth in my life, unlike before. I don't have that heaviness and depressiveness anymore. I want to say a very big thank you to Bishop Ogo. Thank you for leading me to Christ. Thank you to my lady pastor, Elpin Anabrago. May God bless you for coming into my life. Oh, come on. God will send you as a shepherd into somebody's life. Oh, let your hand clap be louder. Hear this voice. 
I will receive them in peace to my rest. Only you should know that any man who holds the plow and looks back isn't fit for my kingdom. Living for Jesus isn't easy But he has promised to sustain you Only you should know that Any man who hopes to fly And cross, follow me Shall they die of riches enter into the kingdom of God? For it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of the needle than it is for a rich man to enter. Mm-hmm. Peter said. How then shall we be saved? But with God, all things are possible. For it is easier to go through the eye of the needle than it is to enter the kingdom. Oh, take up your cross, follow me. Follow me, take up your cross if you want to be my disciple. Wants to come back to me, I will receive them in peace to my rest. Only you should know that any man who holds the plow and looks back isn't fit for my kingdom. If any man wants to come after me I will receive him in peace to my rest only you should know that 
any man who holds the plow and looks back isn't fit for my kingdom. Oh, and follow me, deny yourself and follow me. Take up your cross if you wanna be my disciple. to come after me I will receive them in peace to my rest only you should know that any man who holds the plow and looks back isn't fit for my kingdom oh living for Jesus Yes, it's easy, but he has promised to sustain you. Don't be afraid, for he is faithful. Disciples.
curse the world Bow down and say you are God Every man Bow down and say you are king So let's start right now Why would we wait? A king of glory Fill this place I just want to be with you I just want to be So
transformed minds are going to be renewed this morning how many of us want our minds to be renewed this morning begin to shout and be excited as we receive the man of god the servant of god our bishop edwin morgan shout to the lord Let me a good ground. 
your hands and celebrate the presence of God, the power of God, the grace of God, the hand of God. Keep clapping. Father, we thank you. We thank are you excited? Do you consider it a privilege to be in the house of God? Then clap your hands and give it to the Lord. Father, we thank you for the beautiful privilege to know you, to bless you, to walk with you. We know our lives this morning will never be the same again. What a beautiful privilege and a blessing. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated in God's presence. What a blessing. It's nice to see you looking beautiful and handsome on a Sunday morning. And you must cherish the house of God. You must love the house of God. You must desire to be in God's house all the days of your life that is what David said he said I will dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life and this morning I want to continue to share with you on what I believe is the most important Christian habit without which you cannot be called a Christian but before I do so I have a very anointed man in our midst here who has been a part of this church and this denomination, you know, the Makane Church International denomination spans three countries. We have Zimbabwe, Ghana, and Zambia. And one of the most active churches in our online congregation is the Lusaka Zambia congregation. It's one of the most exciting and excited bunch of Christians I've ever encountered. They are sweet. They flow, they are spiritual, they are on time. And whenever you find a certain type of congregation, you are looking at the next question. Who is in charge of these people? What type of leader is leading these excited, spiritual, God-loving people? This morning, I'm very happy that all the way from Zambia, Lusaka, Zambia, we have with us an anointed pastor. 
shepherd a part of this congregation a part of this amazing denomination help me and I'm enjoying your hand clap because I'm very very happy to have him here help me welcome to the pulpit to bring us a greeting Bishop Landy Amofasiti clap your hands for him very anointed everybody likes him including the mayor of Lusaka clap your hands for him yes please bring us a greeting can I have a microphone please you may be seated Bishop Landy we are very happy to have you here um, you came with Bishop Daniel you see he, 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 yes um, we have two bishops in the city of Lusaka one is in a suburb called Foxdale Foxdale you'll be there I said you'll be there you will not be in Ayukuma forever. Ebe. Your life will not be limited to Medina Estate forever. Every day brigade. Every day shiashi. Every day spintex. I see you on a plane going somewhere. Clap your hands for Jesus. I'm very happy to have one of the sons of Bishop Daguan Mills, very, very, he's a pastor, he's a shepherd. How I wish that he was your pastor here, so that you experience real, real pastoral care. You know, not this military camp we are in in the church. But clap your hands and let's receive Shepherd Landy. Oh, please come and stand here. Yeah. I, I am very excited to be here. And the Makane Cathedral is a delight of our church in Zambia. And everybody wants to be here. So I am very happy to be here. Amen. And uh, you are blessed to have our chairman pastoring you directly. Hallelujah. Because he pastors us also in Zambia. But you see him every day. We in Lusaka are very jealous of you. We are very, very jealous of you. Amen. But I want to thank God for our father and prophet, Bishop Dagwood Mills, for... We are privileged to be in the Makane Chapel, uh, Makane Cathedral uh, denomination. We are very privileged to have the kind of pastor that he has given us. We are very, very, very excited. And Bishop, we want to say thank you. Thank you for reaching us in Zambia. And uh, the, word, the word from here is sweet and it's contagious. No wonder our people in Zambia are always have their always have their ears tuned to what is happening here. Amen. And I want to say another thank you to Bishop Doug for the seven cathedrals that you see the things that you see on the flow prayer meeting, they are real. By the grace of God, Zambia is very blessed. One of the few 
countries in the world, I mean, as far as the UD is concerned, to have seven cathedrals on the ground as we are speaking now. And uh, Lusaka is even more blessed to have, I think it's the only country or only city to have two big cathedrals. What a blessing and what an honor that our Father has bestowed on us. So God bless you. I bring you greetings from Lusaka. Don't be surprised if one day you, not, you see not only me, but the entire church on excursion, a spiritual excursion. God bless you. Thank you very much, Bishop. Oh, clap your hands for this sweet pastor. Thank you very much. I miss Lusaka, but we are very happy to have you here, Bishop Landy, and uh, we thank God for your life, pray for long life, pray that the anointing God has bestowed on you will increase, and I pray that this church will have the privilege to be pastored by a good pastor like you, and uh, we turn the military camp into a sheepfold where everybody is happy. So this morning, the commander is here again. <laughs> and, uh, no, even if you don't like the bishop, he's here. I mean, so better arrange yourself. And I mean, uh, even if you don't like, you are here. Yeah, and, and you have nowhere to go. But you may not know that this is one of the best churches you can ever have in the world. Yeah. So I want to go straight ahead as I begin with a beautiful song from our beloved sister Mawirami on the keyboard to bless us with a song to read our Bibles and then pray every day to 
hand clap doesn't match what you've just received. The best book to read is the Bible and they are ancient words ever true. You will discover as you grow up that the word of God is the word of God. You will go and come and toss and somersault. When you land, <laughs> you will discover that the word of God landed before you landed. <laughs> that is why for you and I as Christians, Spending time with God through his word is our most important habit. Should be our most important habit. A Christian who doesn't have a habit of every day spending time with God has missed the greatest asset of his life. Nothing in your life, nothing you will do 
can match the value of spending quality time with God. Even if it's for a short time. Once it becomes a daily routine, it empowers you. You see, to be a Christian is not a compulsion God imposes on man. You are not forced you are not under any compulsion to walk with God. John chapter 1 verse 11 introduces a picture that is real. That he came unto his own And his own received him not. So you have a choice to receive him or to reject him. And you will not be the first. Many have rejected him. You can join them. Many have rejected him. You can join them. And one of the ways to reject God is not to spend time with him. You see, that is why I I, I like the fact that, you know, we have lawyers and all these people and so on. But there's also a judge who explains your behavior to you that what you did actually means this this thing you did it means the same as that thing that person did even though it's you didn't do the same thing but you'll be punished the same way for you to know that what you did has the same value as that one. When you don't spend time with God, you are rejecting him. One of the things you need to know as a Christian is that there is no neutral ground with God. You know, we have either it is black or white or gray. So we even have that phrase, a gray area. It doesn't belong to black. It doesn't belong to white. It's a gray area. There's no gray area with God. When you don't spend time with him, its equivalent is a rejection of him. He that is not with me is against me. Now, I would never say that. I don't think it is true. If I'm not with you, I'm just neutral. 
I'm just neutral. But with God, if you are not with him, you are actually against him. So many of you, God has come to you and you have received him not. He did not go to strangers. He came unto his own. You are his own. Especially if you are sitting in a church like this. A church in the forest. Where you must want to go. This is not a church, oh, I was passing by and I just came to see what is happening. You know, you must mean to come here from your house. So you are his own. If God, Jesus, was going to his own, you are likely to be the one. If Jesus left his bedroom this morning and said, I'm going to my own, you are likely to be the one he will come to. That is why I am informing you that you are the one this John 1.11 is talking about. That you can... Receive him not. He came to you. And his own, his own children, his own people, his own children he had given birth to did not receive him. How do we know they did not receive him? By not wanting to spend time with him. By not approaching the presence of God every day. You have rejected him. That's a verse for today. The second verse for today. Is that. You don't walk with God with ten fingers. You see, there are some some people, not everybody, there are certain people in life, it's very difficult to relate with them. For instance, if you are very close to me, you must be very hard working. You can't be lazy and be close to me. You can't because I am moving all the time. There are some fathers who are very difficult. Yes. It is, and it is in being difficult that they made the money that you are using to eat. They don't understand anything. That is why they have built their empires and the companies that you are eating from. Now, God is one of them. God is not a big daddy sitting somewhere with a big stomach that everybody comes to just bounce on. The demands of working with God 
are great and grave. If you want to work with him, he will require of you certain things. You can't be with him and be with your boyfriend. It's difficult to work with God. I am demystifying that big daddy for the Christmas. Spreading goodies everywhere. He requires of you allegiance, sacrifices, things to do. So, it's not just anybody who comes to God. You must be empowered to relate with him. So, the next verse, after those who rejected him, John, John 1 verse 12, it says that, but as many as received him, as many as were, were eager to relate with him, he gave them power to become sons. To be a child of God, you must be empowered. When you see somebody working with God, the person has another power to work with him. You don't just work with God naturally. You must be empowered to say from today, I will not bet anymore. From today, pornography is over. To look at the man who has paid your university fees for two years and is sleeping with you. That No more. Even if it means stopping school. You need power to stand. You need power to withstand the threats. The world is switched on to the mode of threatening the people of God not to work with God. Go to school. Just be in the university. You will discover that you can't be in the university and easily work with God. Even on Sundays, they are having lectures. You can't be a businessman, a businesswoman, and easily be a child, a holy child of God. Because the practices are corrupt. To stand pure, you must be empowered to be a Christian and still do business. Without that power, you will be reduced to a churchgoer. But you are with them. And because we need power to be Christians, it's very important to draw near that source of power every day. You see, your friend who is not born again and is in town, not a Christian, there's no God in his life. He doesn't care living the life he lives. He has his wife at home. He has this girlfriend on the eastern side of Accra. This one, the western side of Accra. 
He doesn't care at all. He doesn't care at all. They, they live their lives. I, I, I saw a video yesterday. A married woman, woman with a husband, crying that she is missing her boyfriend. I mean, you cannot believe it. And somebody asked me, what if this woman crying, her, if her husband sees it? What would do? She doesn't care. It's, it's a game. That's the game they play there. But you can't do that. You can't do that. If you have a husband, you can't have a boyfriend. Yes. Even if, even if your husband doesn't make you happy at home, you can't add a boy to the man. Boys to men. It's the demands of working with God. So, 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 for you to have your wife, you've been with her for 30 years, giving you five handsome boys, university, some in the bank, and because of the children, she has become uh, different from the slim girl. I'm, I'm trying to speak politically. She has become different from the slim girl. You she saw your wedding pictures 30 years ago. Beautiful girl. Now when you see her, continue the sentence. She looks different. Yes. Meanwhile, there are three girls in the office who are slim, just like how she was, who are forcing themselves. But the demands, the demands, the demands of working with God will not allow you to add you need power. You need power to see a girl like this and turn away from her. You need power to see money and not steal it. You need power to have an iPad with 100 Ghana CDs at time and not watch pornography. You need power. As many as receive him to them give you power. Without power, you'll be reduced to a church member. Which many of you are. There's nothing to your Christian life except to attend church. After this service, you are, you are, you are diving into the river of worldliness. As you sit here, the music on your phone is worldly music. The things you are watching are abominations. Your sexual practices are abominations. You need power. And it is that power, Isaiah 40, verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall be empowered. Because if you, if, you, if you go to verse 29, you will see the tragedies in the world. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. 28, give me 28. He says, even the youths shall faint. The youths shall faint. He says, have you not known, have you not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the world, he fainteth not, neither is weary. There's no searching of his understanding. Verse 29. He giveth power to the faint. And to them that have no might, he increaseth strength. 30. Even the youths. Normally, youthfulness 
is synonymous with uh, strength. Strong. Youthfulness. I, I, I'm amazed at the sea of young men around me who can't match my strength. I'm amazed. I said, you people should be running for me to be chasing you. For me to be looking at the things you are doing. But indeed, I told you earlier, the word of God is true. Even the youths shall faint. When I was 16 years old, 17, I bought my first Bible. I would lay on the floor in my room, fasting, praying. I was strong. Today, you can't find a 17-year-old boy who is fasting on his own and reading his Bible on his own and chasing God on his own. The youths are fainting. I'm not surprised that the older ones are dead. But they that wait upon the Lord, if you will be interested in going to the Lord every day, your strength will be renewed. That's a quiet time. Quiet time is not an activity in vain. It's an activity that empowers you to be able to walk with God the way you want. Remember, my dear friend, there are Christians and there are churchgoers. Which one are you? There are Christians. There are some people watching me now. Even the power to come to church, they don't have it. Not everybody on this, in this service watching online lacks the power or should be at home but to lift themselves to lift themselves to sit in church because whether it is boxing whether it is football whether it is nightclub whether it is a party whether whatever it is being physically at the place is different from being on TV watching. No matter the size of the screen. I said no matter the size of the screen. It can be the size of a house. Being right there. At Stanford Bridge. Is different from sitting in your house. It can't be the same. We spend a lot of money to come online. You don't have any idea of what it has cost us for you to watch what you are watching. We'll do it. But it is not to sponsor your own spirituality. I didn't come online to empower your carnality. 
everybody in this service, this sea of people, everyone has the chance to be online. But they chose the superior and more refreshing dimension of being physically there. I was glad when they said to me, let us go, not let us watch. I said, I was glad when they said to me, let us go to the house of the Lord. There is something about being physically. Verse 2 said, our feet shall stand in thy gates, O Jerusalem. Our feet. I said, our feet shall stand in thy gates, O Jerusalem. May your feet be within the gates, peace within your palaces. I congratulate you for the strength you have to carry yourself to church. I commend you. Help me to clap for them. For be, it's not as you could be at home watching me on a screen. But it's not the same. wait upon the Lord they renew their strength that is when your strength is expiring which happens every day every day every day there's a, if you are a man there's a girl when you see in town your anointing will drop from 97 to 3.7 Magadaba. No, not that you've touched her, just looking at her. When she her body wraps against your body, you drop to minus 40 degrees. By the time we get home in the night, we are discharged. But thankfully, when we wake up in the morning, it's time to renew our strength again because we are living on in this earth with all the difficulties. So we need daily, not weekly. Not Sunday by Sunday. Every day, every day. Going before God. Because the world is full of evil. The things you see. The things you hear. There is one song. Only one song. When you hear it in the drinking bar. Wafting into your room. You will forget your scriptures. You will feel dirty as you are sitting in there, there, just listening to the song. Am I hearing what I'm hearing? Yes, you are hearing what you are hearing. By the time the song is over, you are, you are, you are praying that this woman will not repeat that song. At least she should, she should even go to Bob Marley. It gets worse when you are in the church room. And the song is coming to you with force. You might as well have had sex. As you might as well just remove your clothes and sleep with the, the, the nearest animal. Because the type of song coming to you, you can't handle it. But you have paid. You must go to Sobenya. Now, if you will get down, are you walking to Sobenya? It must be in it. So when you get there and the day is over, you wake up early and recharge because you need that battery for your next day's life. You gotta recharge. 
you must recharge. You are working in the office, there's a guy you are getting fond of. And during the, not even during the lunch break, you just were feeling thirsty and you went to the dispenser. When you went, as you were fetching, he also came with a cup. And he just came close to you. Hi, baby. All your scriptures. That's life. We can't kill ourselves. We can't remove ourselves from here. You can't say you are living Ghana to Togo. Do you know French life? French sexy life. Have you been to a French country before? So stay in Ghana. But learn how to constantly recharge. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their expired strength. That's how people like us have been Christians for close to 40 years. How do you think we, we, we managed to be here? For, I've not backslidden. I've never backslidden for two months and come back. No pastor has ever had a need to be concerned about me. And I say no living, some are dead. There is no pastor who has had the need to be concerned about me. How did I make it? Waiting on the Lord. Every day a Bible verse. Every day a prayer. Every day a voice from God. Every day wanting to be near God. Every day wanting to be close to him. Today must be the day you took a solid quality decision to go to God every day to renew your strength. So that as your job is pulling you, and there, I don't know, any job you are doing which allows you to be a pastor easily, which allows you to be a shepherd easily, any job which allows you to be a Christian easily, it's not a good job. Leave that job. Any, any job you are doing that allows you to be working and watching a camp. <laughs> to be working and be praying. It's not a good job. It will help you. The real job that will advance your life, it tights. Pressure. You are going to work on Saturday. You are going to work on Sunday. So that you will know that man shall not live by bread alone. But in spite of those demands, because you wait on God and you are strong, you are able to break through the walls, the barriers, the difficulties, and still stick out as a believer with God. We've done it before. A larger size of you here, portion of you here are in church today because it is convenient. Many of you are here today because it is convenient. 
few of us here have had to battle through and set aside distractions to make it here. And they are those who are fit to be called Christians. Because the world we are in will never allow you to be a Christian. Never allow you to be a Christian. You need strength to be a Christian. That is why, ladies and gentlemen, you need to have your quiet time every day, every day. Because the don't 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 look at me that way. Aren't there things you also do every day? This is our church. We've had people standing here to share testimonies here on this stage who were masturbating three times a day, every day for seven years. Suddenly, when we talk about a daily habit, it's like we are, how? But aren't there things you do every day? Don't you eat every day? Don't you brush your teeth every day? I know a sister, even if she's going to sleep, she makes up. Every day, holiday or working day, wake up. In the night, she must do something as she's sleeping. Today, you must add quiet time as one of the possibilities of your life every day. You can do it. You do things every day. You can read your Bible every day. Yes, you can go to your iPad every day. You can because you watch pornography every day. This book of the Lord, Joshua 1.8 Shall not depart out of thy mouth But thou, thou Not your uncle, not your sister Not your twin brother, but thou, thou Thou, you, not your friend You, you Because just like food Nobody can eat for you But thou Shall meditate therein Day And night Is that your habit? Is that how you are living your Christian life? Do you go to the word of God day and night? So how do you have your quiet time? Last week I began and I said you pray to begin your quiet time. Quiet time is time with the word of God. Time with the word of God. You read your Bible every day. And how do you do it? You pray. And the best prayer to pray. And you worship. You praise God. 
Listen to last week's message. Learn to worship God. Learn to adore him. Make him great. Otherwise, he would not be great to you. Your praise and worship in the house is not what will make God great. He was great before you were born. <laughs> Sometimes we think that you are the one making God great. Let, 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 let's exalt him. Let's extol him. We are today, today before we start, we are going to magnify the Lord. You will magnify the Lord. Have you seen an ant? An ant in a room making the land, the owner of the house bigger? Imagine an ant. Do you have ants in your house? Imagine one making you big, exalting you. Your worship does not make God, it it doesn't change God one micrometer. Your praise, you are not the one to make God big. He is bigger than the biggest. When you make God big, you are making him big in your life. Because he can be small in your life. A sweet brother sent me a story when I preached this message last week. I'd like to share it with you. A man, a father, was with his son and they saw in the skies an aeroplane and he asked the son, son what do you think is the size of this aeroplane? So daddy it's it's like the size of your car or smaller I think it's smaller than your car very good son very good are you sure? I think it's a, it's, it's, a, it's a bit smaller than your car. Good, son. The father didn't say anything. The following morning, he said, I asked the son to sit in the car and drove him to the airport. <laughs> Very close to the plane. Even Kutuka here, there's a part of the airport. If you stand there, you see the plane right here. He says, son, what's the size of the plane? He said, daddy, is this, is this the type we saw last night? Say yes. What do you think is this? He said, this is huge, daddy. Very huge. He said, yes. It's the same size. But the closer you are to it, the bigger it gets to you. He is small because you are far. The closer you get to God, the bigger he gets. That the size of the plane change. It's where you are relative to the plane that determines its size. There are some of you, the God in you is smaller than an ant. 
there are some of you, the God in you is mighty to save. It depends on you. It all depends on you. It really depends on you. God and his power, his might, his miracles, it, it's there. Right? It depends on you. You know the story of this smart little boy. Very, very smart. You know, there are some boys who are in Ghana, we call them Akwadanami. Super intelligent. Little. Very, very intelligent. But in the village he lived in, there was a very wise old man. And the boy said, this man cannot be wise all the time. Today, I'm going to prove to him that I am wiser than this man. By the way, I will tell you, you are forcing me to now speak Proverbs. (laughs) Because scriptures don't seem to get into you. So, uh, let me now speak Proverbs. That, that, the little boy, the, 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 the old man, because the boy said he was going to prove to the old man that he, the little boy, is wiser. But I'm pausing to tell you a proverb that the old man at the bottom of the Iroko tree sees further than the little boy sitting at the top using binoculars. So this young boy caught a butterfly and said, today is the day. I'm going to prove to this man that he is not always wise. So he held the butterfly. He said, I'm going to him to ask him, sir, there's a butterfly in my hand. Is it alive or is it dead? If it says it is alive, I'll squeeze it and show him. You see, today you are wrong. If he says it is dead, I'll open my palm. So the man was sitting down, smoking his pipe. And the little boy came. Good afternoon, sir. I have a question. There is a butterfly in my hand, sir. I want you, you are the wisest in our village. I want you to tell me, is it alive or is it dead? Just look at the size of my fist. Is it alive or is it dead? And the old man pulled in a puff of smoke and blew it out. He said, son, what did you say? say? There is a butterfly in my hand. Is it alive or is it dead? The man looked at the boy's face and said, whether it is alive or dead depends on you. Whether Jesus is alive or dead depends on you. 
Whether God is powerful or not powerful depends on you. Whether God can heal or cannot heal depends on you. Whether God can save or he cannot save depends on you. Whether God can change a man from pornography to a pastor depends on you. Whether God can make a harlot a servant of Christ. It depends on you. It doesn't depend on God. Depends on you. Depends on you. Then you open the Bible. That's why you must go to him every day. Because the closer you get, the bigger. I said, the closer you get, the bigger. I said, the closer you get, the bigger. That's why we draw close to him. Even though we are engineers. Even though we have a lot of cars. Even though we have built many houses. Because God is great. It depends on you. For those who want God to be big, every day you spend time in the Word. You start by worshiping Him. You start by praying. You start by praising. You bless His name. You make Him great in your life. He's great already. And then you take the Bible. Step number two. You read a passage in the Bible. Now, to have your quiet time, what do you read? What do you read? How do you find something to read? You read, you find something to read in three ways. Number one, you can have your quiet time in a book of the Bible. Jeremiah is a book. You can start your quiet time from Jeremiah chapter one. You can have your quiet time from Psalms. You can read, you can take Psalm 23 for your quiet time. You want to finish, you go to the next Psalm. You can have your quiet time in the book of Malachi. You can have your quiet time in the book of John, in the book of uh, 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 Ephesians. So that is, that is one way. I'm having my quiet time now in the book of Numbers. <laughs> I was in Leviticus, I'm now in Numbers. I spent four months in Leviticus. Four months. There are days I read the same verse for one week. One verse a week. Because the word is a seed. Luke 8, 11. The seed is the word of God. And every seed has oil. The degree to which you crush the seed is the degree to which it will yield its oil to you. So that's one way. To have your quiet time. Choose a book. For many of you, you can choose John. Every day. One verse, two verses. Another way 
And, 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 I, and I, I don't know if I told you last week that for, for most of us in this generation, I will not advise you to use King James. King James Bible will not help you. King James Version. King James KJV. King James Version will not help you. Because the English, even your BC, you couldn't pass the English. If you are interested in learning from the word of God, I will advise you not. The closest to King James should be New King James. New King James. N-K-J-V. Oh, and I will advise you from my left here to the right. Everyone, believe God to have Bibles that you bought with your money. Yes. Don't let the Bible you are using... We all start with our aunties Bibles Your mother's engagement Bible But you need to buy By age 17 I had purchased My first Bible I bought it with my money You see because Your hearts is what we are looking for. And somehow, the heart, it follows, it goes, your heart goes where your treasure is. So if you put your treasure in the word of God, your heart will go there. If the Bible you are using is your auntie's Bible, but the skirt and blouse you are using was bought with your money, then your heart is in clothes and not in the word of God. And your heart will never be in the word. Where your heart is, where your treasure is, there your heart will be. Listen again, listen again. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be. I repeat myself. Is it on the screen? For where? Now look at it. Don't don't say don't say because it's a Bible you can put any word anywhere and say that where your heart is there your treasure would no. Where your treasure is. You see where what is very important to you is. That's where your heart will be. As I'm preaching now that you are enjoying the message. If you, if you remember right now that you had 500 cities but you were sitting in the sitting room where all these boys are and you got up to come to church but you don't remember putting the money back in the bag. The service has ended. You will not concentrate because your treasure is where your heart is. Some will leave right now. Right now. Because your heart follows your treasure. So if you want your heart to be somewhere, put your treasure there. Put your money there. Put your time there. Put 
the important things in your life there. Where your treasure is, there your heart. So that's, that's, I'm telling you, I'm teaching you this morning. I'm closing soon. Buy a Bible. Our sister sang, the best book to read is the Bible. The best book to read is the Bible. But I will also say, the best book to buy is the Bible. The best book to buy is the Bible. Look, if you've bought what are some of your law books? The laws of Ghana. What else? High court civil procedure. Yes, what else? Criminal post. They are all books. Wow. Yes. Drafting books. Thoughts. Yes. Book of law of contract. If you spend money buying all these books and you've not bought a Bible, complete the sentence. You've wasted your time because the knowledge you will get from these law books, you need the Bible to control you. Otherwise, you'll go to jail. One day, a professor was crossing a river. Today, I've become a linguist. He was crossing a river. He was going to do research. Say, professor. He was going to do research in a village, but he needed to cross a river. And he sat there. He couldn't get any boat to cross the river. As he was musing, a boy came around. Sir, what are you doing? I want to go to the other side. How are you going to go? I can't find. I have a boat. Will you come along? Say yes, I'll come along. So he, he, the professor and this little excited and exciting boy sat. But it was quite a distance. They sat there. The, the, the boat was quiet. Everybody was quiet. The boy was rowing and rowing. And the professor was, I mean, the, 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 the silence was a bit uneasy. So the professor began to ask the boy questions. He said, son, do you know biology? And the boy said, no. Biology. So you don't know biology? And the professor told the boy, if you don't know biology, then 15% of your life is gone. As they were going, he asked the boy, little boy, son, do you know virology? He said, sir, I don't go to school. You don't know virology? You don't know about colds and Ebola virus and coronavirus virology? You don't know virology? 20% of your life is gone. That's how many? 35%. 
as they were rowing, the, the, the professor asked the boy, do you swim in this river? Say, oh, does we play here. I've since a child. I, I swim very well. Wow. Are you aware there are parasites in this? Say what? Do you know parasitology? The boy said, what? Parasitology? I don't know parasitology. Do you mean paracetamol? Say no. Parasitology, not paracetamol. The boy said no. The professor said, 20% of your life is gone. That is what is left. 55. So we have 55 more. 45 more. They, were, they, they got to the middle of the river. Calm river. He said, the professor finally asked the boy, son, do you know oncology? The boy got angry. Oncology. What is oncology? So you don't know oncology? 40% of your life is gone. That's what? How many? 90%. So just five is gone. The boy was now angry. I'm giving you a ride. You have come to remove my life. But suddenly something happened. In the middle. I told you it was in the middle where he has an oncology. In the middle. Suddenly from nowhere. Like what happens in the Ebri Mountains. A storm suddenly came. And a wind began to blow. But the boy was steady. He was rowing steadily. He said we will get there. The professor began to shake. Wind. He said we will get there. But as they were going. The boy asked the professor. Sir do you know swimmingology? The brother said, no. He said, 100% of your life is gone. You don't know swimmingology? Then all your life is gone. You may buy books on pharmacology, virology, oncology, biology, but if you don't buy the Bible, all your life The best book to buy. You bought RME? Parents, you buy RME for your children. You buy commands for your children. You don't buy a Bible and Bibles for your child. His life is gone. You've lost him. You've lost him. You will get prizes. You'll be the best student in the school. Senior scholar. You've lost him. You've lost him. Today, I came to lift up the Bible. Have it in your life. Read it. It will make you wise. It will make you wise. Meditate on it. It will deliver you. Search its truth. It will make you rich. And believe it. It will take you to God's presence. Stand to your feet. We'll come back next week.
Do you know swimmingology? 100% of your life. Don't ever be anywhere without a Bible. Don't have books on banking. Accounting. And you don't have. And don't read books on banking. If you don't read your Bible. All your life will disappear from that office. Can you lift your hands? Let's pray. Commit yourself to the word of God. Commit yourself to the word of God. Commit yourself to the word of God. Take a luma. Diga gada zadabada. Ke komandis abalababa. Ash kata mayanda. The best book to buy is the Bible. If you have the Bible and you don't have any other book, you will still live. But you have every other book without the Bible, you will not live. Because life is full of storms. Lift your hands and pray. Commit yourself to God's word. Yes. Commit yourself to God's word. The best book to read the best book to own the best book to buy lift your hands and pray say Lord what a message I've heard today for what shall it profit a man if he has all the books but has no bible it depends on you it doesn't depend on the church doesn't depend on the bishop doesn't depend even on God it does not depend on God it depends on you it depends on you it depends on you you. Father we thank you we thank you we are very grateful to you. We are very thankful yes, to you. We appreciate you. Yes, Thank you for speaking to us. Thank you, Jesus. In clear terms. Thank you. Thank clear language. Thank you. Thank you for the wisdom. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. This morning, I feel I must invite someone to Christ today. And I want to ask you to please close your eyes. If you can, please close your eyes. Every eye closed, every hand down, every head bowed, please. There's a young man who came to church today. He says, Pastor, (laughs) I've chased everything chaseable, but I've not chased Christ. Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus Christ pastor I want to surrender my life to Jesus Christ pastor I want to know Jesus every eye closed and every head bowed if you want me to pray with you to know Christ to meet Jesus if you want to give your life and surrender to Jesus Christ 
if you want to be born again and become a pure child of God empowered for real living if you want Jesus lift your hand I'm going to pray for you right now yes lift it high I see your hand a brother has even raised two hands somebody has raised two hands lift your hand if you want me to pray with you today to engage God remember the size of God depends on you his power is real whether it is in your life or not depends on you his guidance is real whether you have it or not depends on you lift your hand and I'm going to pray with you my sister you want to receive Jesus today lift your hand I want to pray with you a simple prayer it will begin the greatest phase of your life yes lift it high lift it high and if your hand is lifted if your hand is lifted I want you to come to me now I'm in front here I'm waiting for you take your bible take your notebook take your phone and come let's meet here meet me here clap your hands they are coming God bless you sir come to Jesus clap your hands they are coming from everywhere keep clapping your hands keep clapping for them God bless you my dear keep coming come to Jesus it depends on you it depends on you it depends on you hey Jesus come let's give another round of applause as we welcome the next person coming to Jesus yes come keep coming baby keep coming give him your life today it depends on you on you whether the butterfly is dead or alive it depends on you whether your life is dead or alive depends on you it depends on you today I'm very happy that all of you have come to the airport to see the real size And I want you to please lift your two hands. The whole church will join us. And I want you to say after me. If your Bible is in your hand, you can put your Bible on the step in front of you. And lift your two hands. Because we are surrendering our lives to God. Say after me. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. 
my Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. Today, today is the day I've been waiting for. Is the day I've been waiting for. Thank you for what I've heard today. Thank you for what I've heard today. I realize I'm far from you. I've realized that I'm far from you. That is why you are so small. That is why you are so small to me. To me. Today. Today. I'm coming close. I'm coming close. I'm coming close. I'm coming close. Closer. Closer. Please receive me. Please receive me. Please receive me. Please receive me. And bring me closer to you. Bring me closer to you. I'm dirty. I'm dirty. I am a sinner. I'm a sinner, Lord. I've done many bad things. I've done many bad things. I'm so dirty. So dirty. I'm so filthy. I'm so filthy. Please wash me. Please wash me. Wash me. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. Wash me, Lord. Wash me, Lord. With the blood of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus. And make me clean. And make me clean. So I can stand before you. I can stand before you. Thank you. Thank you. For this great salvation. For this great salvation. Say, I will be humble. I will be humble. I will be guided. I will be guided. I will be taught. I will be taught. I will allow myself to be led. I will allow myself to be led. Oh God. Oh God. Help me. Help me. To walk with you. To be, your child. to be your child. Thank you for power to become your child. Thank you for power to become your child. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm not turning back. I'm not turning back. No turning back. No turning back. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm born again. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'm so happy. I'm so happy. How old are you? Exactly. Exactly. This is exactly my age. When I gave my life to Christ. I have never looked back. It's almost 40 years. I've never looked back. One day you may be holding a microphone and preaching. 40 years time 30 years time Hallelujah. and remember the day you stood in God's house to give your life to Christ and how people held me visited me taught me I'm also going to ask, ask someone to visit you to teach you to help you because you are now a baby somebody must hold you and guide you do you get the point I'm making? So if you can see, there's a man and a woman standing there. Can you see them waving their hands? Yes. They are the, the, the pastors going to help you from now on. They will send people to visit you. They will send people to bring you to church, teach you, and help you to become a child of God that you are. Are you excited? Oh, yes. Congratulations. So please go to them and I need you to clap your hands Hallelujah. and those of you who are on Hallelujah. who are online there's a number on the screen please call that number somebody will meet you somebody will call you somebody will love you somebody will help you 
and best of all that person will be your friend call that number call it now somebody is waiting to receive your call god bless you keep clapping your hands don't stop clapping and it's time for the communion whether you have the communion in your hand or not don't worry at all it's a special time even if you don't have your bread as we pray receive the prayer in your hand in your heart but those of you who remember them brought your communion element every sunday bring a little bread a little wine a little drink even if it's coca-cola a little because it is it is an invitation to the lord's table an invitation to the lord's table yes lift your bread take it this is my body which was broken for you drink this is my blood which was shed for you whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood shall have eternal life for my flesh is meat indeed and my blood is drinking blessing which we bless is the communion of the blood of Christ the bread which we break we are about to break it the communion of the body of Christ oh this is the holy meal the meal of God it's a holy meal it will sustain you it will make you whole it will give you life Sing it. When I see the blood, when I see the blood, oh, when I see, the when I see you drinking the blood, I'll, I'll pass over, over you. I'll exempt you. Oh, when I see the blood, when I see the blood, oh, when I see the blood, yeah, I will pass over you. Lift your bread. Say, this is the body of Christ. Can't hear you. Say this is the body of Christ. This is the body of Christ. And Christ is the word. And Christ is the word. Say this is therefore the word of God. This is therefore the word of God. As I eat this, as I eat this, it represents the word of God. It represents the word of God. Say today, today, I commit myself. I commit myself to daily eating the word of God. The body of Christ. The word of God. Let's eat it. Call prophet Elijah. Sent him on a long journey. 40 days and 40 nights. Elijah needed supernatural strength. Oh, prophet Elijah. Yes. Take this meal and eat. Take your cup. It will sustain Listen. you. Listen. This is called the cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. As you drink this, whatever constitutes a curse in your life 
is neutralized. Amen. Cancel. Amen. The blood of Christ. The blood of Christ. Say the cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. Say I'm blessed this week. I'm blessed this week. I receive God's blessings. I receive God's blessing. The cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. Say the cup of blessing. The cup of blessing. I am blessed. I am blessed. Let's drink it. When I see the blood, oh, that blood you just drank. Lift your hands, everyone. Father, we thank you for the beauty of your presence. Thank you for inviting us to this meal. It represents very great invitations. We'll be invited to sit with important people. Will be invited to sit at tables. Somebody here under my under the sound of my voice, you'll be invited to an office you have never been to. Receive that invitation now. Because you sat at the Lord's table, you will sit with kings to eat meat. Father, bless us. Let our lives keep going up. 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 Up, 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 Jesus. We curse the spirit that takes us down. We shall not go down. We shall not go down. We shall go up in Jesus' name. Amen. Clap your hands. You may please be seated.